after you're all growing up, it's really depressing when you realize that you're not any of the things you wanted to be when you grew up. Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of Under the Call of MS. Yeah, I know we didn't have a Sunday Comics edition. Don't know if we're going to keep going with that one or not. We'll see what happens. It's been working out good the past few times. And for some reason, 2021 hates me, and I've been feeling like shit. So I'm just trying to get what I can done and get through it best I can for right now and see what happens down the road. Hopefully we'll get back to back to things the way they used to be. But I'm gonna do a quick rundown on some comics here. I checked out from DC and Vertigo, nineteen ninety-three, number one of the Geek. Corruption of the Innocent by Rachel Pollack and Michael Allred. Of course, I bought this because of Michael Allred. But Brother Power, the geek, is a store mannequin who became animated in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein style when he was struck by a bolt of lightning. It also imbued him with superhuman abilities. He travels the world having psychedelic counterculture misadventures. Uh, the uh, Apparently, he goes back to the 19, late 1960s, I think 1968, was when he made his first appearances as Brother Power. But Brother Power, the geek, now is enslaved by a psycho named Dr. Abuse. Working in a circus as a freak, Dr. House wants to burn the Tree of the Dead, which seems to have... Relation with Brother Power's nature. Meanwhile, Cindy has a terrible life. Well, had a terrible life. Since Brother Power had disappeared. And he comes back, makes another appearance in her life. After he gets away from the circus. And she has a... Some things happen to him. She has a stuffed figure that he takes possession of. Uh, there are other, other character figures and dolls and stuff like that. Can be, can talk to the geek and let him know different things. And so it's very trippy watching him do this stuff. I, and if I would have to give this a uh, <laughs> if I would have to say what this is like, it's kind of like Toy Story on Acid meets Freddy Krueger, Scarecrow, and the Puppet Master. <laughs> it's quite the fun, interesting run. I want to go back and get anything else that he's made an appearance from, see if they kept up with that enjoyable look at it or if it was more of a darker look at him in the earlier years, which I think it might be. But you'll see when I come across them. 
and I checked out the first three issues of seven of Get Craven from Marvel Comics. Uh, basically, Craven. This is Craven's son, and the woman he's in love with is into. She wants to be an actress and be in Hollywood and all that stuff. And so Craven needs something to do and he's just bored with his life, wants to get into the movie business and do all that stuff. So he meets the idiots of Hollywood and uh, deals with all the corruption and all the problems that are caused throughout the whole all the directors look at view life and in theatrical form and what they how they treat people and all that stuff and spider-man is going along for the ride throughout all this and we definitely want to know where the next four are going to go I can't remember. I'm not sure if I have the other issues or not in my piles. I'm going to have to find out. And hopefully I'll get to them again in the near future. But they have nice. I like the covers. They play on different movies. And you got Craven and his director's chair with his wolf. And you got issue two's got a Jaws cover. And issue three has a. Uh, Scarface cover style cover Spider-Man's fun in here I like the younger Craven you get to see Pop well what looks like his dad who's supposed to be dead Spider-Man was supposed to have killed off or in some type of incident or something which I don't know about. I haven't read those, but you do come across other characters like Scorpion, Punisher, and there's they go to a villains bar, so you get to see a bunch of the Spider-Man's villains in there. Uh, but yeah, these first few just are them getting into the movie business, getting started, getting going, and seeing all the issues that they're having and they're deciding if they're going to even keep it up, stick it out, go for it, see what happens, makes him, he feels he can make movies better than people that have been in Hollywood for years, which is not a surprise because it's just, they basically go off their set rules and regulations how they're going to lay out the storylines. So everything's basically the same, but just different people. Then I picked up a little set of Madman style comics. I uh, mainly bought them because there's a, a Ashcan Madman Adventures that I haven't seen before. I you know, wanted to get that. So I picked it up for that reason, but it nicely came with these uh, with three other comics included in it. But Madman and Dr. Flem go on a little vacation out into the 
Well, it looks like the Utah Salt Flats area. And uh, Madman keeps ha- hearing and experience strange things that cause him to feel like he's in a dream dream state or it's not sure what's going on. Uh, of course, you got Dr. Biofard running around all goofy with his enhanced brain serum that he's hooked on. And then uh, we got Image First, number one Madman Comics, which is nice to check out some of the original uh, Madman works as they Dr. Biofard is trying to put memories back into Madman's head. And while he does that, it causes Madman to have some issues where he's having some flashbacks and seeing things. He goes through a variety of problems with the download thing into his head and you also see here again with Dr. Biofard he's injecting his tongue with his brain and expanding drug that has his head all growing weird getting all over brainy I guess you could say just getting all these weird bumps growing out of his head and stuff and Then you have a crash course for the Ravers story in here where it's, I'm assuming it's just a separate prolonged story and not a dream of Madman. But I kind of took it like a dream, a flashback dream. But in this, it gets uh, him back with his true love, Joel. And they are having a fun day together, picnicking, just enjoying the day. And they see a spacecraft crash. And this alien comes out and a bunch of things happen with the alien as he's trying to speak to them. And they can't understand what's going on. And they run into some beatniks. And there's this pink goo that hits on people and turns them into, like, zombified-style-looking characters. and Bad man and Joe end up with a confrontation with her her co-workers and they harass Madman a bunch and just pick on him and he just keeps having these like vision issue type things where he keeps feeling these things going on and all of a sudden you see some of the beatnik characters popping up with this weird skin effect and alien comes back and all that. I don't want to ruin the whole storyline, but it's definitely fun to go back and look at that. And then I checked out issue six and issue 10 of Madman comics where Madman deals with a creature absorbing the people he is working with. And again, there's very strange adventures afoot. Uh, with aliens that end up building them some interesting technology for helping them out. They get a 
it's a uh, one that I'm going to have to go back and get some of the earlier ones so I can understand why they get why they formed together and decided to work together and what's all going on with these different characters, what their all their abilities and what they can do and stuff. But yeah, in here, any one character gets his eyeballs sucked out by these brain vines. The gang gets caught up in those. The back co- back of the covers have some really cool artwork on them. One goes to a back old Tencent comic, Atomic Comics. Uh, but yeah, I want to find out more about these guys and get more into that whole storyline, the Atomic Comics run. See what I can come up with. Gold MS, I got. Demyelination has caused our issues, and that's because we have nerve cells, neurons that help us move, see, speak, think, that are sending impulses to other neurons along the axion. axon. But all those nerve cells and stuff are coated by a myelin insulated sheath that surrounds the axon and allows for faster conduction of electronic impulses, allows our brain to respond faster and do things faster. Then you got immune cells enter the brain or spinal cord and damage the myelin sheath. So it's like our immunity is destroying (laughs) our system. Uh, Myelin sheath when damaged, creates scars, which is called sclerosis. And exposed axons are unable to send the impulses effectively through the nerve system. Once the immune cell, cells attack the myelin, they leave the nerve exposed like a frayed wire or even damage the nerve fiber or the axon itself. And this interferes with or blocks transmission of electrical impulses that control our movements. And what people see about us are our mobility issues. They see us tipping, falling, struggling to move, struggling to talk and stuff. But what they don't see, unless we have an accident or stuff, is the bladder issues, bowel issues breathing issues, the depression, dizziness and vertigo, fatigue, the flu-like symptoms, headache, insomnia, numbness, seizures, sexual issues, spasticity, speech difficulty, swallowing difficulty, the tremors, vision issues, the weakness, that's all hidden from everybody, but that's why they go around saying, well, you look good today. <laughs> I know someone that has it. They're, they look great and whatever. Uh, the inside is just ripping us apart. It's, uh, it's how this whole week or so has just been going, but trying to get through it. Best we can. See what happens. Helps to retrain our brain. 
using cognitive be behavioral therapy, a form of talk therapy, relies on behavior-based solutions to manage emotional and physiological challenges. A growing body of research suggests it can be just as effective as medita medication and other types of treatment, either on its own or in conjunction with them. A central principle of cognitive behavioral therapy is that what you believe affects your behavior and emotions. Therapy helps identify and reframe thoughts and beliefs that have unwanted emotional and behavioral impacts. Not working for me. I've been trying to get my brain to look at my body. It's feeling better than it does, but it's just not helping. <laughs> it's not working today. Traditionally, CBT has been used to help people manage depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and eating disorders, sometimes in a relatively short amount of time, 5 to 20 sessions with a therapist, without the use of medication. In CBT, patients are assigned homework or self-therapy exercises that reinforce what was discussed as their at their sessions. Homework may be included which is may include relaxation exercises, tracking progress in a notebook or online. While the therapy cannot cure a neurological condition, it can help patients deal with symptoms. CBT can help patients comply with prescribed exercise, physical therapy, and under, other activities uh, that may feel like chores first step in CBT is to find a CBT trained therapist. You can get that through a referral from your physician or your health insurance provider. Next step is to give some thought of what you what needs to be changed because they're going to make you set goals and all that stuff. Uh, patients and their therapist will identify troubling situations and symptoms such as pain or limited mobility and the patient's thoughts and perceptions about them. And CBT typically does not have the side effects associated with certain antidepressants like fatigue, suicidal thoughts, nausea, constipation, and weight gain. So it's, it's good to look into if you think you can help you out and get you back on track, stuff like that. Sleep is good for recuperation, recovering our bodies and brains. I use CPAP, of course, which I've been talking about, which does help me fall asleep faster. Uh, but if you don't have something like that and you're having problems falling asleep, make sure you get rid of your, get off your devices an hour or two before you go to bed so you don't have that blue light stuff stuck in your head. But pink noise like rustling leaves, steady rain, wind, heartbeats, that's good for you. It can, uh, it's deeper than white noise. It's like white noise with a bass rumble. But, uh, you can get audio tapes and on your tablets and, Phones and stuff like that, you can get little meditation things that just have the 
running water in the background, thunderstorms, stuff like that. Those are nice. You want to stay away from white noise, which is like whirring fans, radio or television static, hissing radiators, humming air conditioners. And you want to stay away from brown noise, which is like low roaring noises, strong waterfalls. Thunderstorms can affect people differently. I kind of like it. It helps me sleep more comfortably. Black noise is an informal term used to describe lack of noise. It refers to complete silence, which just gets your head going like crazy. You're going to sit there and not be able to shut your, shut anything off, shut your brain off, quit thinking. Other tips to help you sleep is following a sleep schedule, avoid stimulants like nicotine and caffeine before bed, alcohol also disrupts it. Exercise regularly, limit your naps. Napping can cause you not to be tired when you want to go to bed. Mindful of your food intake, eat a light snack if you need to. Don't eat anything heavy before bed. Make bedtime routine. Uh, Relaxing activities 30 to 60 minutes before bedtime, like reading, meditating, or stretching. can calm your body and brain. Turn off all the bright lights and the artificial lights that suppress the melatonin. But, yeah, pink noise is a sonic hue or color noise that's deeper than white noise when you Hear steady rain or rustling leaves, you're listening to pink noise. There's evidence that it can reduce brain waves and promote sleep, but more research is always necessary for stuff. But until then, it's good to try out if see if it helps you at all. Yeah, we're coming up on the month of February, so let's see what the Farmer's Almanac's talking about this year. The month of February. Comes from a Latin word, februa, which means to cleanse. So February is a good month to cleanse, I guess. Uh, That don't make no sense. Gardening tips. Is This is the month to plan your garden, shop early for seeds and catalogs. You can start things now in like, like your kitchen. You can get egg crates and, or egg cartons. You start things or just put them underneath a wet paper towel and get the seeds to sprout and then get them in some starting dirt. But things like onions uh, are easy, just good to start early. And if you start them from seed, they're generally firmer and longer lasting than those from sets. Uh, You can start parsley indoors early. I'd say March. I'd wait till you start doing the the main seeds. Uh, Groundhog Day always falls on February 2nd. This. That's the day we got to find out if the little shit sees a shadow or not. Uh, depends whether the <laughs> weather is sunny or cloudy on the second, I guess. 
and which groundhog you're going by because they're all over the world. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, other than that, February doesn't look too exciting in the Almanac this year. Hoping to see more, more stuff about springtime, getting ready for all that and stuff, but we're not seeing it. You do have your football Super Bowl coming up Packers fell apart had three turnovers they didn't do anything with they decided to kick the ball and and instead of going for a fourth down play and see if they could get it in the end zone at least try and get the game tied or something but they blew it so we got Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Chiefs so, at least it's not a bad Super Bowl, but you're going to want to be getting ready for your Super Bowl party. If you're having anything with this COVID stuff, it might just be you and whoever's in the household with you or whatever. You're going to do some ribs or steaks or any type of meat that you want a nice little sauce for. Got Stone Cold Simmering Sauce, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Use two cups of bottled chili sauce, a quarter cup cider vinegar, one and a half cups beer, a medium onion finely chopped, half cup molasses, two garlic cloves minced, quarter cup hickory flavored barbecue sauce, and a quarter cup Worcestershire sauce, and one teaspoon of hot pepper sauce. Or whatever you want for your taste, depending on how hot you like it. It's pretty simple in a medium sauce pan. Just bring all those ingredients, except the hot pepper sauce, to a boil. Reduce the heat to medium low and simmer uncovered until slightly thickened, about 15 minutes. Stir in the hot pepper sauce. Brush on your whatever meat you want to use. In the last 15 minutes of grilling. The sauce can be refrigerated up to two weeks, and this recipe makes four cups, enough for three pounds of meat. That's something to try out for your Super Bowl meal or for whenever. But if you're not into the sauce sauce and you like the rub instead, Stone Cold Steve Austin also has a rattlesnake rib rub, which uses... Which you can use on ribs, pork chops, steak, any meat salt, again also. But two tablespoons black pepper, a teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of sweet paprika, one teaspoon of chili powder, one tablespoon of sugar, one teaspoon of onion powder, one and a half teaspoons of garlic powder, and a half teaspoon of dry mustard. Basics, stir them all together. You can store these up to a month or so and just take it, rub it into whatever meat you want to use. Let the meat stand for 30 minutes and absorb those good seasonings and flavors at room temp or refrigerate for two to eight hours before grilling after you rub it. But yeah, try those out. They're 
it's that time of year where everybody's getting antsy. They want spring so they can get outside and grill out. They don't really want to sit in their house and grill their meats. But yeah. Try it out. Other than that, I don't know. It's just one of those weeks, months. It's just not going great. So we'll have to see what the next few days have to offer. So if you don't hear from me for a while, you know why. I just, it's hard to get anything going while you're dealing with stabbing pains and crushing pains and all that as you're trying to speak and do things. You just sit there not knowing if you should head to the air or fall under a blanket and try and work it out. Try your cognitive behavioral therapies and stuff. It's just, it's one of those things, so. See what happens. Might get back to Sunday comics and stuff. Might not. Might try some different things. We are coming up on the 100th episode, so. We could hit 100 and change the whole format altogether. Who knows? But until then, you guys have a great day. Be good to everybody. And hope you're feeling better than I. (laughs) Ha, <laughs>